Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Epic Fantasy Romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee, which is especially fabulous, and I will tell you why in a moment. Because today is, say it with me, people, Friday, woohoo, uh, December 8th. So some of you are already well progressed on your Friday. I was just um, Facebook messaging with a listener and reader uh, in Europe. And yes, she wished me a happy weekend when I get to it, which I found amusing, accurate, but also amusing. So if you're on video, you will note that I am using my new Starbucks latte bowl mug of which I am exceedingly fond and not only is it pretty but it's like the big latte bowl mug type thing that for no good reason absolutely rocks my world. I love the big mug like this that I can uh, cup in my hands and if you're on video you will note that my nails are now a Christmas red that matches the mug and isn't that fun? <laughs> I swear, people, it's the small things. I also made myself an actual latte today. I made a Breve latte with half and half. Uh, instead of having just plain coffee with Stevia. Because I decided that <laughs> I wanted a latte. Um, yeah, so you know, content warning on body image and weight stuff. Some of you may know that I have been doing intermittent fasting, uh, trying to lose weight. My eternal battle with becoming uh, a broad Scottish uh, woman. <laughs> I wanted to say lassie, but it's the problem is the other direction. Um, so anyway, I have been doing the 16-8 fasting for, well, it's going to be almost two years now. And it made a big difference at first. And now I've like totally plateaued. So I'm going to try something else. And the 16-8, for those who don't know, is like 16 hours of fasting and then eight hours on. But uh, yeah, I've, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting tired <laughs> So we'll see. We'll see. Um, this is still very, very, very low sugar. And I do think that the 16-8 fasting made a huge difference for my insulin uh, resilience, which was one of my major reasons for doing it, was I knew I had become quite insulin re resistant. My blood work shows that I'm fine. I'm not pre-diabetic. Pre but, uh, yeah, that, that Scottish side of the family... Um, Type 2 diabetes in every one of them. Um, terrible nutritional habits in every one of them, too. But So I'm going to try some different things. And wow, does this latte taste good. Ah, so that's the um, chatty catching up on what are we drinking uh, portion of the podcast this morning. She said pretending that there's an actual... Uh, agenda for this podcast, which of course there is not. Um, 
But thank you, all of you who commented on Monday's podcast, uh, either on YouTube or commenting in other places. I love hearing from you. Uh, I also appreciated all of you who said that it wasn't just me, that time is going faster. We are well and fully out of pandemic, I think. Time has sped up to the previous um, pre-pandemic pace, PPP. Uh, so, oh, uh, but comments on Monday. I appreciated everyone letting me know how much you like hearing about industry information. One of the things about being submerged in industry is that you just have a hard time telling what other people don't know. So knowing that you all liked hearing about contracts and some of the ins and outs was great to know. Uh, and you are always welcome to send me questions, which I will endeavor to answer. I am fully aware that you often do not know what questions to ask, however. So no onus. It's just if you do have a question, and I'm a huge believer in there are no stupid questions. Uh, (laughs) I have a funny thing to tell you about that. Uh, Really, you can ask anything. Um, It was pointed out to me on my mentoring discord, however, Jeffy's Closet, that uh, I do even have a channel that's there are no stupid questions and somebody else jumped in and gave an answer and I said really but no and this is why I think that's not a good answer and uh, one of my admins moderators uh, said there are no stupid questions but apparently Jeffy believes there are stupid answers and I was like well legit (laughs) I do think there are stupid answers. So I, I try to be kinder than that. But um, boy, you know, like the XKCD cartoon of people being wrong on the internet. I'll link to it. Um, that's me. It drives me crazy when people are wrong on the internet. It drives me crazy. And and I can say that it is part of why I do this podcast, why I do the mentoring discord is how much bad information there is out there about publishing um, and writing people giving each other bad writing advice. So, so yeah, I definitely um, can't stand it when people are wrong on the internet and telling other people wrong things. Okay, I grabbed it, and I will link to it in the show notes, just in case there's someone out there who hasn't seen it. This latte is so good. I'm so happy. Okay, so uh, things to tell you about. I'm putting a photo on the uh, show this time. If you're on YouTube, you don't always see these. But if you go to my website, you'll see whatever show photo I post. But this is one from 2017, turns out. I wasn't sure what year it was. And uh, it's Grace Draven kissing me at my signing table. And I dug it out yesterday because we were having a conversation uh, in another author discord. And Grace mentioned that particular moment because she stood in line. And it was a really long line. It was an RT convention. And I don't know how long she stood in that line, like half an hour or an hour or something like that. And when she got up and I'm like, what, what why are you standing in my signing line? Uh, Cause you know, she's obviously a great friend. 
And she ran around the table and kissed me on the cheek while her husband snapped a picture of it. And it's a great picture. It's funny because I am laughing hysterically because she's totally taken me by surprise. And the person next to me is like leaning way, way back, clearly terrified of whatever this crazy woman might do next. And uh, Grace said that the person behind her in line was like totally taken aback and horrified thinking that Grace was somehow like a an inappropriate fan. <laughs> but it's a funny picture. And and it was a great moment. And and we were sharing this and people were saying, you know, how sweet it is. And uh, other author, authors often comment on our friendship. And we have a, a joke going from way, way back uh, when Grace and I were both up for, we had books up for best fantasy romance. I think for me, it was The Tears of the Rose. And for her, it was Entreat Me. And she won. Uh, Entreat Me won. For me, The Talon of the Hawk won, won the following year. And it was funny because my mom had messaged me and she said, I'm very sorry that grace person won instead of you and i said really it's fine because she's a delightful grace person and i told grace about it and and we often joke about it that um you know like when grace had cancer last year my mom donated to grace's gofundme and and grace said you know tell your mom that grace person says hello um yeah it's a funny thing oh I have to let a cat in. Stand by. That was Jackson. Both kitties are outside. Killian's out on his harness. Uh, as a total aside, I have been asked by several people if I named Killian the librarian in Twisted Magic after Killian the Maine Coon kitten. And the answer is yes. Yes. Uh, Killian the librarian is spelled with a C and Killian the cat is spelled with a K. Uh, but, but yes, yes, that was a deliberate, deliberate homage and they have very similar personalities in many ways. So, um, at any rate, it's really great to have a friendship, uh, like I have with Grace and we became friends. I think many of you have heard this story already because our readers were cross-recommending our books. Uh, people were forever asking me if I had read Grace Draven's books, that I would like her books because they were so much like mine. And she was getting the same thing. And so we m began talking online uh, and met in person and had this very famous, like we could only find this one time in the morning uh, to meet for coffee when we were both at the same conference and took, uh, you know, it was like all this wrangling to try to find the time that we overlapped. And so it was first thing in the morning, it was after I'd gotten up and exercised. So I was like, no makeup, ponytail sweats. And Grace dragged herself out of bed for my sake because she's not a morning person. Now I fully understand how completely nocturnal she is. Uh, and like, even when I stayed at her house, she drags herself out of bed in the morning to be up and talk to me, which is another sign of true, true love, true friendship, love. 
uh, and that coffee date ended up lasting like three hours because we just hit it off. We had so much fun talking to each other and really we're just instant besties pre-selected by our books. Um, so, so it was, yeah, it, it's great. And the reason that this is partly on my mind is there was um, a kerfuffle this week. Uh, and I don't know, I read some of the stuff on it and other people told me about it. A lot of it's still happening on Twitter, which I am just not looking at Twitter uh, X, X Twitter, because I can't use TweetDeck anymore. Anytime I try to use TweetDeck, it just bounces me straight to X. So I figure that's just like another of probably more minor of Elon's crimes. But I, I just, I don't know how y'all are looking at it. <laughs> anyway. I, I was just thinking about it, but that's, we won't go down that particular rabbit hole. Anyway, it turned out that there was a group of debut authors, and I'm putting that in air quotes because a lot of them aren't even debuts, but some of them are very successful uh, self-published authors who've been picked up by traditional publishing and being presented as debuts. And apparently one of them, like, was... In this Slack group chat room thing, with for those for those non techies out there, mom, uh, in this like chat group with other debut authors, and so they were like all being friendly on the face, you know, chat chat chat. But then one of them was creating these fake accounts, what we call sock puppet accounts, because right, you put your hand in the sock and you make it talk, but it's really you talking. I actually love the term sock puppet. So she created all of these accounts on Goodreads where she went in and one starred all of her competitors and then and upgrade and five starred her own books. And when it came out, it was not a incredibly deft job of this, besides which people can always figure out what's going on because you can look at a given account on Goodreads. And it shows you how they have ranked all these different books. So if an account on Goodreads has given five stars entirely to one author or a couple of authors, and then one starred all of these authors or books that are in competition, which I'm also putting in air quotes with their book, uh, the trend is really obvious. Uh, and so then when confronted, she apparently like manufactured a conversation between her and a friend uh, where like clearly she was again sock puppeting, um, you know, like the friend is saying, oh, I did. You know, she's saying, well, did you do this thing? And the friend is like, I was just trying to help you. I didn't know. And she's like, no, you've ruined me. Uh, it's very dramatic. Uh, who knows? There could be mental illness there. Uh, I don't know. The The level of, of Cray is quite high. Uh, and I never know, you know, when is, when is it just like this is someone who has a messed up. Oh, now the other cat has to come in. Hold on. The only problem when I pause like that is I lose my train of thought. Um, yeah, so... 
anyway, it's been a big scandal. Oh, I know. I was talking about like, when is it someone being a messed up human being? And when is it actual craziness? And maybe it doesn't matter. You know, maybe whether or not there's pathology involved, maybe there's always some kind of pathology involved, emotional trauma, who knows? Not my, not my bag, baby, not my line of work. Uh, but I guess characterization is my line of work. Someone, I was giving a friend advice the other day about forgiveness. And she, something I said really resonated with her. And she said, who have you had to forgive that you knew to say that to me? And I was like, well, I don't know. I mean, don't we all have to forgive people? in our lives. And also, I don't know, I think, you know, I'm, it sounds awful to say it sounds so stupid, but I am a student of, of human nature. Uh, maybe all, all writers are, right? That's what we think about is how, how our characters, how do they grow and learn in the world? Um, art and life back and forth, right? So anyway, my point, my point, and I do have one, is that other authors are not your competition, people. It feels like it. We are thrust into competition with each other. Uh, and longtime listeners will know that I, I have a problem with a lot of these things like you know, awards bring recognition, and I clearly love the awards my books have gotten. She gestures to the awards on the shelf behind her. They're very meaningful. They're validating. Um, but just as with this story, uh, you know, like with Grace's book winning the award one year and mine winning the next, it's great recognition. And also, <laughs> our books weren't really in competition with each other, right? That's, that's sort of the point of this whole story is that um, our readers like to read both of our books and we can't write fast enough to satisfy them all. So, you know, this sense of competition where you worry about another book doing better to the point where someone is so paranoid that they go in and create fake accounts to downvote other books and upvote their own. You know, first of all, it's such a drop in the bucket. Someone who had told me about it made the comment, you know, that she, you know, like one starred this book that's incredibly, incredibly popular, a number of the ones that she's done, you know, where they have, um, well, let me look. So one of the books that she once starred is one that's been out for a couple of years, but it has 80,000 ratings on Goodreads, okay? Her one star is such a drop in the bucket. What did it do besides add toxicity to her own life? And that's what it comes down to. Um, it's one reason why I'm just not a fan of competition all around, uh, and people argue with me about it from time to time, which they're welcome to, but... Let's refer back to sometimes there are stupid answers. Um, you know, I don't like uh, NaNoWriMo because I think it fosters competition and we don't need to be in competition with each other. It's a false construct. We lift each other up. Um, more books 
is better. Uh, having enormously popular books leads to readers who want more of that kind of thing. And it's good for everyone. So go out and find your friends. Um, as I often say, it's another word for networking. It's making friends. Or another phrase, another way of saying it. Um, you know, our, our friendships are, are what we have in life. And I'll, I'm going slightly long, but uh, if you have not seen the movie Nyad, I will link to it. It's on Netflix uh, and it's NYAD, uh, but I will link to it. But in case you can't get to the show notes for some reason, NYAD, um, Annette Benning, Jodie Foster, Reese Ephens. I always feel like there could be more Reese Ephens in the world. And it's Diana Nyad uh, is a woman who swam from Cuba to Key West. And the movie is about that. And Jodie Foster is her friend and her coach. And the movie is largely about friendship. And at one point, Jodie Foster tells Annette Benning, you are an exhausting friend to have, which I was laughing about and messaging my friend Megan, who uh, recommended this movie to me. And I said, I thought that was an hysterical line. And she wrote back, looks over shoulder. And I'm like, not you, darling. <laughs> Never you. I said, but I do have other people in mind. Uh, which she laughed at because she knew exactly who I was talking about. Uh, anyway, friendships. Let's, uh, let's celebrate those, right? All right. On that note, have a fantastic weekend. Reach out and spend some time with a friend. That's, that's your assignment for the weekend. And I will talk to you all on Monday. You all take care. Bye-bye.